Welcome to the Blanchard Leader Chat Podcast. Hi, this is Ken Blanchard. We need a new leadership model in business today, one that values both people and results, where leaders see their role as serving instead of being served. In this podcast, my friend and colleague, Chad Gordon, interviews experts who help us explore different aspects of leadership. I know you'll be encouraged and inspired by what you hear and you'll walk away with ideas and insights that will help you be the type of leaders others want to follow. Ready to get started? I'll be back at the end of the interview where I'll share what I've learned and how I'll be putting it into action. Now enjoy this installment of the Blanchard Leader Chat Podcast. Welcome to the Blanchard Leader Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Gordon. Thank you so much for joining us. Our guest today is Gary Ridge, the president, the chief executive officer, and director of the WD-40 companies. As chief executive officer and a member of the board of directors of WD-40 Company, Gary Ridge is responsible for developing and implementing high-level strategies, all operations, and the oversight of all relationships and partnerships for the company. Mr. Ridge joined WD-40 Company in 1987 and has held various management positions. Mr. Ridge is appointed president and CEO of WD-40 in 1997. Mr. Ridge is a native of Australia. He's an adjunct professor at the University of San Diego, where he teaches leadership development, talent management, and succession planning in the Masters of Science and Executive Leadership program. He also co-authored a book with Ken Blanchard titled Helping People Win at Work, a business philosophy called Don't Mark My Paper, Help Me Get an A. Gary Ridge, welcome to the Blanchard Leader Chat Podcast. Good day, Chad. Great to be here. So happy to have you here. And as I mentioned before, um, uh, I so appreciate you taking the time to to connect with us. It's very unique in that you're you're an author. Um, you're also a CEO of a very well known company. How do you feel like your experience serving uh, as CEO of WD Forty has influenced your writing? Well, I think the the big part of it is, Chad. I've actually been able to. Uh, practice and learn along the way. You know, a lot of what we covered in the book with Ken were um, Ken's philosophies and theories that we actually put into practice and were able to prove. Ken often says that, you know, it's great to work with someone that actually it does some of the things he believes that work and then be able to measure the results. And we've been doing that since uh, actually 2006. So we've got 10 or 11 years of, of learning moments where um, we've proven that um, helping people get their A or stepping into the best version of their personal self every day uh, rewards them, it rewards the company and it rewards its shareholders. I like that. And I, you know, when I think about Ken and what I've learned from Ken, uh, uh, I'm not going to quite get his quote down right, but he, he, he just has this belief that everyone really truly wants to be brilliant. Everybody wants to exceed and excel and uh, that it's it's up to leaders and developers at times to help us get there. So when you think of, of that and you think of uh, the ability to, to better yourself and what you try to do within this book, do you really feel like that everybody at WD-40 can be exceptional? Everybody can be an A student? Yeah. I mean, firstly, you've got to define what does an A look like um, because A's come in all shapes and sizes. Uh, someone's A is going to be different from someone else's A. So the whole 
basis is what does an A look like? What what is what does an A outcome look like? And then how do we help them get there? And uh, you know, in an organisation, you have to create a culture that's purpose driven. You know, people come to work every day, and they need to have a purpose, and uh, and that's so important. And then you need a set of values that keep them safe and and remove fear so that they can operate in a in a environment that encourages them. Um, that's why we, we talk about a learning moment at WD-40. Uh, we don't make mistakes at WD-40. We have learning moments. And a learning moment is a positive or negative outcome of any situation that should, that should and, and will be openly shared for the benefit of all. So that's a freedom place that we have. So the book really does provide a blueprint. And I think we, uh, you know, for those, the, the, the listeners who may not have had a chance to check, check out the book, and I really implore you to pick it up, Helping People When It Worked. Could you share a little bit more about really how that book came into being, you know, your collaboration with Ken? Yeah, it was, um, it was one of those aha moments. Uh, I first uh, met Ken back in, uh, well, probably personally in 1999, 2000, where he was teaching at USD and I was in the, the first cohort of the MSCL program. And, and in Ken's class, he, he made a comment. He said when he was a, a professor at, at university, you know, he used to get into, the, into strife with the academia because he would give out the final paper at the mm. beginning of the class and then he'd help people learn the answers. And I went, you know, the, the normal review system in a company really stinks because what it really looks like now is 364 days before the end of a year or at the end of the year, the last day of the year, we rush around and we fill out some piece of paper that is not reflective of what happened during the year. And then we give it to a, an employee and say, well, here's your review. And, and in that, there's a lot of opportunity because, you know, let's say that there's a, an issue that we wanted to address. Why are we waiting to the last day of the year? So I said, well, why, why don't we do that in business? And we went, went away and said, you know, coaching and development is a everyday conversation. Mm. Now, why don't we try and put a, some structure around that that has people um, first understand what's expected of them and then on a regular basis create the platform and the opportunity for their coach and the employee to have a conversation around that with one objective in mind. If they're not getting where they want to go or not performing in a way that you both agreed, it's the coach's responsibility and the leader's responsibility to ensure that they do what they need to do to remove the roadblocks. And that was the whole basis of, of, of what we did. So in the book, we talk about that. And then Ken you know, talks about 12 steps of, of creating this environment that uses great you know, tools like situational leadership and, you know, you know, building trust and all the other things that have to come along to make it successful. So it really is about accountability, not at the end of the year, but throughout the whole process for leaders. Do you, you know, when you think about the work 
workplace challenges that that uh, that that um, brings about and, you know, waiting to the very end. What do you feel like the, the main key that that helping people when at work is, you know, is, is really going to focus on? What is what is the day to day best changes that a leader could have by by picking up that book and taking it into action? Well, number one, it'll it'll help them create a conversation. It's the conversation that really matters. You know, there's been a number of articles just written recently. In fact, you know, I was speaking at the Human Capital Institute Global Conference in Boston just recently, and I was sitting in the audience listening to some of the presentations, and a lot of it was about the changing nature of the standard review system, moving away from this annual, I gotcha, to mm. moving into, what do you expect of me? What does a good outcome look like and how do we create a, a conversation around that that is dedicated to helping the, the, the tribe member, as we call them, or the employee um, do what we said we were going to do? It's all about a conversation. I mean, that's what, where it, what it comes down to. So you, this book was uh, was written in 2009. That's when it was released. Uh, do you feel like the workplace has changed drastically in that time, and 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 the same challenges are present, or how is this uh, uh, how is this affecting the, the workplace of today? Um, you know what we wrote about in 2009, in the last year or two, has suddenly become you know a topic of today, a hot topic. Um, so I guess we were ahead of the game a little bit. And even though it was written on, in 2009, you know, today on Amazon, it's in the top 200 selling books in human resources. So, you know, we it, it's the principles and the, the uh, in this book are very simple. Uh, I think the broader business community is starting to pay attention and that's why you know last week in the last issue of Harvard Business Review um, there was a, a huge article that really talked about exactly what we've been talking about in this book since 2009 and what we've been doing at WD40 since 2006 so um, and we've proven that it works you know if you look at our performance as a public company um, our and our performance around employee engagement um, it, it's all linked to uh, us having a program of talent development that we model out of what Ken and I shared from our his academic experience and then our practical experience putting it to work at WD40 company you know as, as the CEO you've got you know I, I would imagine and uh, you serve a lot of masters and uh, and Wall Street is a, is a, is a big one uh, in terms of the earnings and, and what you have to accomplish on a quarterly basis um, so in some cases uh, I think would you agree that leaders get so focused on on that next quarter that the, the people and and taking a step back sometimes the people are overlooked and and what do you feel like if that, and yes or no and then and, and a follow-up to that is you know what's the detriment of uh, of chasing just the the profits and just the numbers. Uh, in our Todd, uh, Chad, in our uh, last uh, annual report, in my shareholder letter a year ago, I wrote this to our shareholders: the vision crushing ritual of the pressure of quarterly earnings is no measure of a company's true long term success. I love my shareholders. But I serve my people because if I serve my people, my people will serve my customers and my customers will create 
what is needed to be created to delight my shareholders. So I, I'm not here. I'm here for my people because they're the ones who will, in the end, create the results that will delight my shareholders. And it's interesting. I'll let you go over the numbers. There's there's two interesting metrics that I'd I'd love to to hear from you here in in the last. Uh, um, it's been a decade since this has been implemented at WD40. So let's talk about uh, your people and uh, and their engagement numbers and and how um, connected they are to the company. And also let's talk about uh, how uh, WD40's growth. It's it's come a long way even in the last decade. Oh yeah, I mean let's talk about the people first because you know they made it happen. Um, our tribe members, 93% employee engagement globally. 97% uh, of our tribe members say they love, not like, they love telling people they work for WD-40 company. 96% mm. of our global employees are excited about the future. 99% of them say that their values are totally aligned with the company's values. So I'd submit to you, Chad, if you've got an organization where people you know, go to work every day, feel safe, feel they're making a contribution to something bigger than themselves, go home happy and are excited about the future great things happen. So how has that turned out into financial performance? Well, in the last year, our stock price is up 41%. In, mm. the, la in, four in the last 14 years, our compounded annual growth of total shareholder return has exceeded 15% year over year. And in the last five years, it's been in the mid-20s. Why? We just sell oil, right? No, we yeah. don't. <laughs> we don't. We, 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 we're, we have a purpose. We're, we're in the memories business. We get up every morning to create positive, lasting memories. We solve problems. We create opportunities. And that's why people come to work at WD-40 Company. How do we do that? By creating a learning culture that's driven by our values that keep people safe. And all of that is written about in our book. Um, and all of that is what we do every day. And all of that is why our people produce the results that delight our shareholders. Yeah, it, it's, you know, when I when you got ready to say what you do and you said you sell oil, I guess, yeah, conceptually, that's what it is. But it, there's an experience with WD-40, that blue can and with the red top. And and I imagine the, the your, your organization, your tribe members um, can really rally behind that because everybody has a story. This podcast is sponsored by the Ken Blanchard Companies. If you'd like to learn more and there's a lot of free resources to better yourself and your organization, go to KenBlanchard.com. You'll find all kinds of free tools and materials to help you and others grow. And they have a special offer right now. Send an email to podcast at KenBlanchard.com with leader chat in the subject line. Now through the end of summer of 2018, one grand prize winner chosen randomly will receive a free one-on-one -on -one call with Ken Blanchard. Five others will receive a signed copy of Ken's latest book, Servant Leadership in Action. So let's talk about the tribe members. Let's talk about that concept for just a moment. That's something you brought into um, the organization as well. What does it mean to be a tribe member? What's it mean to be that at, uh, at WD40? Well, one of the, the biggest desires we have as human beings is the desire to belong. If you think about Maslow's hierarchy to self-actualization, and again, we talk about this in the book, the first two rungs of that, you know, that pyramid is, you know, will, can I survive? I yeah. do, do I have enough to buy food and can I breathe air? And do I have security? I'm, you know, am I in a place where I'm safe? The third one is belonging. Mm. 
And this is the magic. This is where most companies just don't get it. People want to belong to something. I'm sure, as I have, you, Chad, and some of the people listening to this have, have left a relationship, a company, a party, an event, because they didn't feel like they belong. The major re reason people leave organizations is they don't get on with their supervisor. 96% yeah. of people at WD-40 respect their supervisor, by the way. So we said, how do we create something that people belong to? So we did a, we did a lot of study around tribes and I being Aussie I I looked at firstly the Australian Aborigines and I said well what, what used to keep these people thousands of years ago together in the middle of a desert in Australia and there are attributes of a tribe that keep the tribe together the number one responsibility and attribute of a tribal leader is learning and teaching the tribal leader there is to learn and then to teach the tribe what they need to know to survive the next one is values what are the values that keep the tribe free so, you know, what's good behavior look like? Then there's right. other things like succession and innovation, ceremony and celebration. You know, you've got to have ceremonies and you've got to have celebration. There's community and belonging. We're warriors. You know, we fight for the protection of our circle of safety. And then there's specialized skills within a tribe. So to be a tribe member of WD-40, that's the circle of safety that, creates this bond within and anyone you talk to a wd-40 company will say i'm a wd-40 tribe member yeah i've uh, i have some um some dear friends uh i uh went through uh the masters of science of executive leadership program in san diego with uh, a couple of the tribe members and and uh they live it they breathe it they uh they believe it and uh it's it's a great uh it's a great culture created there so we just have a couple more minutes left a couple more questions here um and you talked about learning and teaching you know from the, the head of the tribe so you know, our listening audience is, is primarily, you know, the heads of those learning and, and talent development functions in, in different organizations. So when you think about the book, um, what are some of the natural connections that you cover in that in that book um, with with what they might be trying to achieve in their organization right now? Well, I, again, I think it identifies, um, firstly, some simple steps, in fact, 12 simple steps and 12 outcomes that uh, they can look at. Um, and they can pick from that if they want to develop them within their organization, uh, I believe that they can impact employee engagement, they can impact the training and development of their people. Um, and, you know, I, I love the saying that you often hear, um, what happens if we invest in developing our people and they leave us, right? And the CEO says, what happens if we don't and they stay? Yeah. Yeah, it's very powerful, and I remember the first time I saw that as well. It's a, it, it can be an eye opener and, and get people away from just looking at uh, the cost center aspect of, of of developing your people and understanding that developing your people may be the most important investment you make. So, uh, one final question for you, and this is, uh, you know, we've covered so much, and I appreciate your time um, today on the podcast. As we wrap up, what's the one thing that you hope listeners are going to take away from our conversation today? As leaders. We are responsible for the people that follow us. So when we get up every morning and put on the badge of leadership, make sure that we are doing whatever we can to help them step in to the best version of their personal self in a safe environment every day. I love that. So where can people find you online? Where if people wanted to seek you out, Gary? Um, you can find me on Twitter at, at @learningmoment. I have a website, www.thelearningmoment.net. 
or you can find me on LinkedIn. Just search me and you'll, you'll find me there or, uh, on any one of those. Fantastic. Okay. Well, thank you so much and good day. I hope that's okay that I said that. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast, Gary. Great. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. If you enjoyed this interview and like to learn more and also help us grow the audience, please subscribe to the Leader Chat podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play or wherever you're listening. And please share this with your friends. The best way you can help us grow, though, is feedback. As Ken Blanchard says, feedback is the breakfast of champions. So please write us a review if you haven't already. And by the way, this podcast is sponsored by the Ken Blanchard Companies. If you'd like to learn more, there's even a lot of free resources to better yourself and your organization. Go to KenBlanchard.com. You'll find all kinds of free tools and materials to help you and others grow. Thanks again to our guests for joining us today. For now, I have the pleasure of turning it over to Ken Blanchard for his thoughts on what we discussed. Here it is, your final minute with Ken Blanchard. If you listen to Gary Ridge and and Chad chatting, you could tell that Gary and I are uh, kind of a mutual admiration society. He's just a fabulous guy. And the reason I admire him so much is I've said for a long time that the important part of training isn't what happens in the classroom. It's what happens when you do it, when you get back to work. And and Gary was at the original master's degree program, the first cohort we had at the University of San Diego. That program now is called the Master in Executive Leadership. Uh, and uh, when I talked about my experience, you know, in the classroom, giving people the final exam ahead of time, Gary's eyes lit up, you know, and his mind started working a mile a minute. Uh, and so he's really implemented so many things that I talk about, uh, and the results he's shared are just unbelievable in terms of both uh, performance of the company and human satisfaction. I mean, you can't you know, get much uh, better than that. And I, I think the key, and I've seen, seen this key uh, in all the great organizations that I've had a chance to, to work with, is that they think that their number one customer is their people. And if they take care of their people, empower their people, train their people, their people will go out of their way to take care of the number two customer, which is the people who uh, use your products and services, your, you know, your considered customers. And, and if you uh, do a good job with that as your number two customer, then they become raving fans of what you do and they take care of uh, your uh, third most important customer, the stockholders, the owners, and all. And I think uh, Gary and I both believe that profit is the applause you get uh, for uh, creating a great motivating environment for your people so they'll take care of your customers uh, and then that takes care of, of the owners. And and the way Gary really zeroed in on it, which I think is so important, is in the whole performance review area because what really motivates people most is how do they uh, and what kind of feedback do they get on their performance. And so many organizations uh, they uh, might not set goals, or if they set goals, they fire them and f- not fire them, file them. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, you don't hear much from their boss until the end of the year when uh, they say, now we got to do your performance review. And uh, so many organizations have this normal distribution concept where you have to kind of screw a certain percentage of your people. And I always ask organizations, how many of you go out and hire losers, you know, and, uh, you know, we lost some of our best losers last year. We have to hire some new ones to fill the low slots. No, you hire, uh, you know, winners who you get from other companies or you hire potential winners. And so how do you really create an environment where everybody can win? And that's where, 
you know, the concept of how do we get everybody an A came out, and, and Gary has just implemented that in a tremendous way. And and the key thing I want you to get of what he's saying is it all comes down to conversations. Uh, and Peter Drucker said years ago, nothing good happens by accident. you got to put some structure on it, and so you got to have conversations. And Gary has two kinds of conversations. He didn't talk about them in this Thing, but he does one-on-ones, whereas people uh, sit with each of their direct reports 15 to 30 minutes once every couple of weeks, and the, and the tribe leader, as he calls them, sets the meeting, and the tribe member sets the agenda, and they can talk about anything they want, their family or, or a goal they're working on or what have you. And if you met with all your people 26 times a year in a conversation uh, where they knew that you were on their side, would that really make a difference in their lives, in your lives, you better believe it. And then they have a quarterly conversation, too, where at WD-40, the, the uh, first line of conversation in their quarterly conversation is, are the, is the final exam still relevant? So they can actually even change the final exam all the way up to the beginning of the fourth uh, quarter. Uh, and then uh, Gary didn't mention this, but I think it's so unique. At WD-40, everybody only fills out one performance review, their own. Uh, and uh, so many organizations, you know, you, 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 uh, uh, the poor manager at the end of the year has to fill out all these forms on their people. There's nothing stupider than that while everybody's waiting out there to wonder how well they did. So uh, each quarter, uh, each of the tribe members brings in their report card, which they've developed uh, for first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, overall performance. And the first uh, thing they talk to about after they say is the, is the final exam, the goal is still relevant, is they share their report card. And they give themselves on each goal an A, a B, a C, or an L. And L means that they're still learning. Uh, so, uh, you know, they don't want to be evaluated on that yet. But uh, And then the job of the manager is to agree or disagree. And they have this, again, great conversation. Uh, and so... Uh, you know, what Gary's really done is he's taken what I call common sense and put it into action and uh, made a difference for, for his uh, uh, people. And when you really think of, he's got a 92, 93% employee engagement score. I mean, that's unbelievable. I don't think there's any higher score anywhere around the world. And why? Because people really feel that they belong, that their supervisor cares, their supervisor wants them to win, isn't sitting around with their arms crossed evaluating and judging. They have their hands open to say, how can I help? If performance isn't going well, what could I do to help you uh, get back in the line? And so the big message I want you all to get is if you learn something in one of these podcasts or you read a new book or whatever, don't keep on learning new things all the time. Take what you've learned and say, What's in it that's relevant to what I'm doing, and how can I use it to make a difference? And uh, so many organizations, they keep on changing their training program. And how many diets does it take to lose weight? Only one you stick to. And what Gary's done with the Don't Mark My Paper, Help Me Get It, an A, which is the subtitle of our book, is he's driven that year after year after year with his people uh, so everybody's aboard. Uh, you don't need a lot of diets to lose weight. Only one you stick to. And uh, 
Gary has found a few things that he thinks makes a difference, and he's stuck with them. So, boy, this is a great uh, tape. Uh, Listen to it, share it with your people, and see if you can do something to really make a difference. God bless. Remember, it's all about conversations. Conversations. 